I'm Ryan and this is You're Not Watching That. It's the podcast where I'm finally catching up with all those films I should have seen. But my parents, they won't let me. Uh, if you've listened to the uh, 16 episodes before, you probably sure, surely know that by now. Uh, but if you're new, welcome. Uh, this week, we're heading to Santa Carla with Michael, Sam and their mum to live with their granddad. Sounds all right, that, doesn't it? Nice new start for life and everything like that. But if you go down to the fairgrounds, you'll see things are a bit dark and twisted. Directed by Joel Schumacher, it's the 1987 goth classic. It's time to meet the Lost Boys. Hey, how are we doing, Dan? <laughs> We've got an outfit and everything. Brought the visuals. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, is, it, is this your normal attire, is it? I've got these sleeves. I've got that. Yeah. It's a lot. Can't really do it. <laughs> How do you spell Zhuzh? J. Um, it's got like, look at them. Look at that. Look at that. That's that's quite so, a look. You really want to yeah. go out like that, don't you? Fuck, yeah. My hair was a mess anyway, so I thought I'll go with the headband. It's very 80s. The glasses have kind of ruined it slightly, but this is a shirt that I was wearing on the weekend dressed as Macbeth, and I thought, goth as fuck. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Lost Boys, uh, this is the first time that you and I have uh, not seen the movie together so uh you know do you want to do you want to get into it in the in the things you knew before well not not straight away um because oh, it's I've, uh I've the format already haven't i right i mean let's be honest with you you've just been doing a sheffield wednesday podcast i've just been doing a forest one so i was about to talk about the 14 second run down the pitch from uh, alanga to square it for a one a year and two one isn't that bad when we lost five nil there last season but anyway that's football it's a different thing and now i'm a i'm a vampire um so yeah how's your how's your week been done or two weeks went on for two weeks haven't Oh, it's, it's been a bit slow, if I'm honest, mate. I've uh, the Albanians kicking off at work again, so oh, yeah. uh, that's 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 pretty much it. That's been dominating my entire head headspace. Oh, I, I went to the Brecon Beacons for a party with 15 people, uh, mm-hmm. and I've just about returned to Earth. I genuinely thought I'd either come back haunted by a Welsh ghost, or mm-hmm. I've ruined my system so much that I couldn't walk or think. I thought I was going to look like Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac, who went off on one of us like this for seven years. But yeah, I'm back now. I'm, I'm, as you can see, everything's everything's great with RAF. Um, so yeah, as you said, Dan, uh, are you going to hit the theme tune or are we going to drop it in afterwards? Because it's the things I knew before. The things I thought I saw, the things I knew before. Just gets better and better, doesn't it? Um, so I feel like we should almost do a trade-off on this. I've got three. I'll do one. Then have you got one you knew before and go like that, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. So mine, the first one is is the look of them. I've seen the look mm-hmm. of this film quite a lot, as you can see. Uh, what about you? Uh, I remember I remember Cry Little Sister featuring in this, because as you know, I used to DJ in a strip bar in Skegness, not as glamorous as it sounds. And um, and one of the girls used to do a big routine up and down the pole and uh, on, on the stage. And um, and yeah, I remember that being, uh, it used to, you know, remember you used to steal music from LimeWire and it yeah. says Cry Little Sister Lost Boys soundtrack on my DJ system. <laughs> Joe, funny story about that once. I, I was at... Um... When I was at music college and I'd, I'd won this award somewhere out of the year and they sent me to Italy and I'm, one of the guys who was one of the tutors there was in a band called Dubstar in the 90s had a song called Stars, which was quite a big hit in the mid-90s called Steve. And I knew him really well. He used to go drinking and that. And um, he saw my iPod uh, at the time and his song Stars came on and I'd put the graphic on the front and said, nicked off the net. And he went, thanks. <laughs> Stole my song. <laughs> <laughs> just really, it was just it was just reminding me of that for some reason. Uh, the next one I go for is the music actually so that ties in with that that song that about um, thou shalt not whatever. I knew that one. I had to look up who it was and thought never heard of him. And for spoiler alert for anyone who's going to watch this film, listen away now for five seconds. 
I knew they were vampires. Oh, did you? Did you know? I, th- I think I knew, actually. In fact, I, I think if I'm honest in terms of things I knew before, I think this kind of started that genre of um, output. Twilight. Yeah, all that. All that co- I've just realised when I do this. Look how, look how zhuzh they are. How do you spell zhuzh? Come on, I, I, I have a bash. J, J U J Z. See, I'd have gone with I'd have gone with Z D U G E. Can we, can we do it? I'm going to put zhuzh. <laughs> Apparently, it's spelled J U S Z C Z Y S Z Y N. I'm pretty sure I used to play centre midfield with him, Polish lad. There was a lad at our school called Richard Mystician, and you should have seen how the Mystician was spelt. It was unbelievable. It was like M C Y S Y C C Y. What's that? Mystician. It, oh, okay. That's what all American rappers, if you put Lil in front of it, <laughs> that's uh, that's how they spell it now. Yeah, little little Richard. Oh, that's little Richard. I think it smells. Um, so overall, though, so you didn't you didn't see this one back in the day? Do you think there's nope. a reason why you didn't see this? But you saw someone getting their arm blown off. <laughs> It, I, I tell you, it just never appealed to me because by then, right? So by the time you and I would have been nine, ten, when I when I started to watch all these movies and I wanted to try and absorb the culture and become a bit of a cinephile and whatnot, the um, the thought of a teenage zombie, uh, teenage vampire movie just kind of it didn't it didn't tickle me fancy. It wasn't something I wanted to do, and it seemed a bit girly, if I'm honest. And also by then. The mullet was already starting to have had been derided at this point, so I kind of went. It, it, honestly, the haircut genuinely put me off. I think, obviously, it's difficult to go back and look at it, but in my head, I'm like, did, it was all about the trailer back then. So you'd have seen the trailer and gone, "Ooh," I like, and I've not seen the trailer for this to actually see if they go get the teeth out and shit. But I'd be going, "How many people went and went? Oh bloody hell, the vampires! <laughs> Who was shocked?" Who went to see it? The Lost Boys. Oh, is it about them lads from Peter Pan? Go and give that a watch. Is it Rufio? Oh, no, we haven't been out at that point. Um, no. Because uh, the hook, obviously, hook, hook, give us the hook. Always makes me laugh in that film. When You know, when Hook's coming down the plank and all the pirates are like this, it's a real small detail, but loads of them are going, Hook, Hook, give us the hook with his little tiny finger. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing that's amusing me of it. That someone's gone, I've been wondering what's been happening to Peter and Wendy and Michael and all that, and, uh, you know, and Doodles, whatever they're called from Peter Pan. Bloody hell, it's gone a bit ropey, hasn't it? <laughs> you, surely everyone knew that, that, that this was a vampire film. I don't know. It just, it... Yeah, I don't think it's it's the big Darth Vader reveal that, uh, you know what I mean, that they thought it might have been. And I'm pretty sure that it shows you them flying in the trailer. I, I think I did watch the trailer before I watched it. Because a few of the early deaths are death from above, which I'm going to come to and talk to you a little bit about what I thought about what they've done with that. So this is a this is a different one because we're not going to probably go through it in the usual way that we do with what I saw versus what you saw. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to start off with this, that the uh, the fairground is a thing for me I'm going to bring up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, does anyone else in Santa Carla do anything other than go to the fairground or buy videos from Max? No, I'm pretty sure it's like, it's like the bay with karate and karate kid. Like... Everybody just does that one thing, and they're all just completely subscribed to it. But the the, the interesting thing about the fair is that, like, though even back then, when you think it's kind of a modern day thing or something that didn't really kick until the mid to late nineties, is that you still had wrong and kids knocking around the fair. The bigger boys come round and ruin it yeah. for everybody. 
Yeah, they weren't that bad, though. I must, I must admit, there was a bit about, we'll talk about it wrong, where it says about Twisted Sister, that really made me laugh. But there's, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks a wrong one, doesn't he, old, old Kiefer? Oh, that's another thing as well. Never watched 24 all my life. I never mm-hmm. watched it, right? I know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't one of those where I was going, fuck it. I just, just didn't get around to watching it when everyone was. So when I first really heard his name, I had no idea. Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer, I had no idea how to say that man's name. Kiefer, because you don't get many Kiefers where I'm from, do you? Oh, no, 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 there weren't many in Rotherham. Did you watch? So did you watch 24? I, I tell you what, I, I came to 24 late. Uh, do, do you know when, when a series is, gets really popular? And there's and it's got more than about three or four seasons, and you go, oh, I'll get round to it, and you inevitably never do because you know there's so much. And then normally around the fourth and fifth season, it becomes news. Then people start mm. talking about it online, and sometimes it's event television. Yeah, and all of a sudden, then you kind of like, well, I know the twist that happens in about forty six episodes, so it yeah. kind of puts you off watching it, doesn't it? But twenty four was a really clever program. I, I think the only issue I had with it is that Kiefer Sutherland wasn't believable as the character he was playing. He seemed a bit too old for one oh, was it? and and a bit too short and wimpy. You know what I mean? But however, it is great television. It's a solid eight out of ten. Like and the way it's it looks good. It's to take him. He looks good in this though. I think he looks I think he looks well in this. Oh, I think he looks like uh, like a thirty year old man trying to play a sixteen year old. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's something about that. It's a bit like in Gremlins where you got the one with the mohawk and it's like, oh, he's the badass because he's got the blonde mohawk. It's like, oh, well, because like, <laughs> the other lads, some of the other lads are blonde. Like, uh, what do you call him? Bellas Preston Esquire is there, but he's, yeah, he's yeah. not looking half as scary, is he? No, he's, he's got some proper jerry curls as well. <laughs> Just rubbish. I mean, that used to be my thing about knowing Bellas Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. I thought I was the man for knowing that as a kid because obviously I hadn't seen any other fucking films. But what I will say with this is, um, we said it with the, me and you discussed it this year about Succession, which I've never seen. And the missus was mad on it. And she went, God, you need to catch up. The new season's coming. Now, I did that with Game of Thrones where I'd watched maybe one or two. And then I caught up like three series before the last one started. And I went for it because I was into it enough. Mm-hmm. Succession, I watched the first episode. I was like, right. Okay, he's a dick. They're a dick. All right, whatever. Then I didn't bother. And Natalie kept going, have you seen Succession yet? Have you caught up? Just let, just let it go. It's going to go. It's fine. I'm not going to catch up. I watched the last episode with her. So I watched the first and the last episode of Succession. And I kind of went, I think that was all right. I think that was a way of doing it. Do, do, you know, do you know what? You've missed absolutely nothing, right? Everybody's telling me, oh, Succession's great. Succession's amazing. There, there is not one character I, I like in it. There is, In fact, the only person that stands out is the British fella from, uh, is it Spokes? Can't remember his name. Fadden. Yeah, but I th- I didn't like him in it, and which is the thing. I thought he was rubbish as an American. So I was like, well, I mean, I can't really talk. I mean, I ju- honestly, Succession is going. Hey, what about this money? Well, I'll have it. Well, you can't have it. Well, well, why don't I have it? Well, you're not having it either. Well, what are we gonna do? And that's every episode. It's every single. One. It's just people going. Well, well, you know, I could I could just look after the massive multi million dollar company if you want. Well, you're not having it. Thanks for saying that though. All right, no worries. And that's that's Succession. It's shit. I don't understand. It's just people talking about things. It's like Star Trek Next Generation. What happened to fighting the rubber aliens? Like It's just people doing politics. Danfors does not like succession, ladies and gentlemen. I, same with Lost. So like Lost I didn't really get into. But just, again, just I don't think... I think some of them I didn't have Sky as somewhere when it was only on Sky and it was before streaming mm-hmm. was easier to do. And after six years, all my mates were like, what And they all went, wasted six years. I thought, I did. Yeah. That was all right. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. The, the ones that I've genuinely thought I'm going well off topic in a sense but it's kind of 24 is a big thing it's not like fun. us 
hey, at least it's not hair sandwiches. Um, it was to do with uh, I, Game of uh, Game of Thrones. I said I, I kind of all right because it's got a lot of northern element in it, and I like all fancy stuff. But the other one was Breaking Bad, which I came to kind of late and caught up with. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. Although I hear Better Call Saul is meant to be just as good as well, which I haven't seen. I, I tell you what, I, I, you find a, a, a big change in um, in Breaking Bad. Uh, the first two are situational comedies, like dark sit- sitcoms, mm. where they go, hey, it'd be really bad if this happened. Oh, look what's happened! <laughs> and then, and then season... Cancer. You, can e- you can even see it on the front of the DVDs. On the front of season one and two, it's them in their, in their hazmat suits like Kegs. this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then by season three, it's like a half moody shot of them looking all or whatnot. Like, yeah, yeah. we're Rogans. We're now we're bad. taking on the Mexicans. Yeah, we've just been down to a Dago bar. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> let's bring it See back Yoda. quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's where he's from, for fuck's sake. Let's bring it back to this film. So, uh, r- here's the thing I need to add to this: I've never seen all of the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably isn't a shock, although it's probably a kids' film. I've seen maybe two-thirds of it in different times. you know what I mean? Caught like the last bit and then gone, oh, I'll miss that, and then come back. This is a goth Goonies. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you've you not... said that. Yeah, have you got that on your notes as well? Yeah, I've, I've written exactly the same thing. I It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I didn't expect it to turn into this Home Alone Goonies escapade by the second half. I must admit, I was like, what, what the fuck is happening? Because one of those kids is from the Goonies, isn't he? Yeah, the the most dislikable one. And when you asked me before, why have I never seen this movie? I can't abide Corey Corey Feldman. Why I not? can't. I just, there is not one thing he's been in where I've gone. Oh my God, Corey Feldman's in this thing. It's like Shia LaBeouf. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only one. There's only one output Shia LaBeouf has done where I've gone. Shit, that was brilliant. And it's a um, and it's a movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, he, yeah, where he meets up with a with a, a guy with Down syndrome, and it's weird and it's wonderful. It's such a great movie and a wonderful performance from him. Every other Shia LaBeouf compo- performance and Corey Feldman can get in the same bin. The the Corey Feld Feldbin, Corey Feldbin. That's where Shia LaBeouf lives. Not just a vampire. Good at puns on the on the side as well. No, um, well, I've already got an idea that I like this film more than you. So they yep. they end up obviously families going down. Uh, the kid who's like the younger brother, Sam. I feel mm-hmm. like I know him as well, either from memes, like he's going like this to a Nintendo or something. Is is that right? I can't. Why it's do I it's know not him? the same guy, but it is the same look. Yeah, um, right. he's got a really funky name. The guy on the meme. It'll come to me in a second. But yeah, the um, so Corey Feldman and Corey Haim uh, in this movie had their own sitcom together in the in the eighties and nineties called Embrace Yourself, the Two Coreys. That's that's what they were wow. called. Okay, yeah, because because of their chemistry. Uh, and unfortunately, Corey Haim passed away in around 2010. Oh my god, um, he did! I was just trying to look him up. Dead. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, he, he, he life of a child actor, bless him, and he had a bit of a bit of a wrong time of it. And as did Feldman, to be honest. But you know, he 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 stayed with us. Um, but yeah, I can't abide either of them in this movie. Uh, what well, I, I don't mind the young kid. I think he's all right for it because he's doing that kind of thing of what you do. Obviously, granddad's just off on the tap and stuff and doing weird shit in his room. I like granddad going, this is my fridge. Don't fuck with those bits. I kind of yeah, like yeah. that. That's fine. The mum, it's Diane Vice, isn't it? I think it's, so I've seen her in quite a few different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she always seems to play that kind of woman. I love um, I Am Sam, that film. Mm-hmm. Diana Vice, yeah, that's right. And she plays like a really ditzy, uh, like, is it agoraphobic where you don't want to go outside? Is that right? Is that the right way around? Yep. 
Yep, she yep. plays someone like that who's and she, 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 I, I like I am Sam because it's Beatles based and also Sean Penn plays this really he's like uh, really mentally not very well like un- underage brain what's it called you know he's got like the brain of an eight year old but he's in his 30s yeah, yeah. he's got to look after this little kid who's Dakota Fanning and she plays like the woman across the road who doesn't leave her house but she's obsessed with the Beatles so he talks all the time oh, it's kind of like this kind of, oh because John says in you know he's a lot of that you probably hate it but for me it's Beatles songs and it's it's kind yeah, of yeah you've not sold it I'm not like I've, yeah. I kind of want to I've wanted to watch it less after you describe it what's quite nice about it is he's got some friends who are from Kind of like what uh, that Michael Keaton film Dream Team, where they're all a little bit like they've all got a few problems. A bit like when they used to play football with mm-hmm. those lads in Skeg against the local mm-hmm. firemen. Did I tell you about this? So there was all these. Oh blokes. god! I'm ready. Let me get my notepad here because I feel like this is going to be gold. No, it's not. It's not. Well, it's I'm, I'm going to clip it for TikTok. <laughs> it's difficult to tell this story in the way we used to tell it because of different terms that will be used. So yeah, do your best. Right. Okay. So growing up, my dad had a mate who was a couple of years younger than him and was a bit. Um, uh, my dad took him under his wing because he, he he was bullied quite a bit for being a bit slower than everyone mm-hmm. else, and he was really mm-hmm. lovely to come around and see us. And, and he'd do things like ride into a grave on his bike or uh, f- forget to put his feet down at, at traffic lights and fall on the car <laughs> next to him and stuff. So, but lovely. Now he stop it. We're on video now. So he used to be part of like a group who used to look after all these lads and do stuff for them. And my dad used to say, oh, it's the dream team. You know, they're, they're good lads and whatever. And they'll come and used to like playing football at the local um, sports center. Now we were Skegtown juniors. So probably 17, 18 year old, really fit lads. Uh, we used to go and play five side all the time. And these, these lads, the bloke who looked after him, Terry or someone, he was like, do you want to come and join us? We, we play the local firemen every week. And my dad was like, yeah, we'll get involved. My dad always likes an underdog story. So we join up with them. There's one lad stood in the corner, bless him, just like on his knees, slapping the wall with his hands. There's, there's, right. It's just all going off. There's people arguing left, right and centre. They're, they're just not, they haven't really got the cognitive stuff to get team sport down. But the trouble is, the firemen gave zero fucks. They wanted to win this 25-0. And these range from a young athletic lad who was obviously cock a hoop around the town to some older firemen who were like, let's just smash some poor mentally wow. challenged lads all over a sports centre. So you threw us in. So you got 17, 18 year old lads playing as well with these lads. Oh my God. When a goal went in, it was like the world. It was the joyous, most joyous thing. Like the celebration. Well, now from the firemen? No, fuck it. The firemen didn't give a fuck. Say. But there was, there was two things. There's one bloke who stuck out in my mind really well called Terry. And that is his real name. Now I've Brilliant. never in my life seen a fella like him. It's hard to describe, but I'm going to describe him as he was, and hopefully we'll still stay on air. He was a he's a white gentleman, but he had the most pure afro you've ever seen uh, on a on a white chap. Very simple, but he had a, a weird voice. Like he's a bit like a bit like all right, mate. How you do? He's a bit like right. a bit hard to pick out from up north. Anyway, so Terry's in the corner trying to get the ball, and there's this young mixed race fella uh, from a uh, fireman uh, who's kicking the ball. You know, it's five side. You up against the wall, kick, kick, kick the ball, and then he starts kicking the shit out of Terry on the floor. Terry's gone down. Terry's about four foot nothing. Uh, all like that. And he's just kicking the shit out of him on the floor. And we go, whoa, Jesus Christ. You know, I seen like, what the fuck's gone on? And he went, fuck off like that to this Terry. So we went up to Terry and said something like, oh, God, I don't know how to tell this story very easily. So he go, all right, this is the challenge. Terry, what happened? He went, well, I looked around and I thought to myself, oh, there's bad name. And he went, mixed race kid. And he went, so I went, hello, bad name. And that's why he was kicking the shit out of him on the floor. So we're all going, what the hell? So we get a penalty near the end. This is the final bit of the story, I promise. We get a penalty at the end. And our goalkeeper for Skeg Town had gone in goal for the uh, for the fireman, Jamie Naylor. 
let me down in a playoff final once, bastard. Um, anyway, thought it was going around the post, left it, bottom corner, went in 98th minute. <laughs> Never got over it. So Terry's going to take his penalty, pulls up his socks. He's got them kind of crispy shorts on that you wore at school and all that kind of shit. Here we go. Penalty for Terry. And he points where he's going to go. And obviously Jamie Naylor's going, all right, I know what's coming here. Of course, he goes exactly where he's pointing. And it, oh my God, it's like, rah, you know, like the Argentina 1978 World Cup with the ticker tape. I don't think I've enjoyed a successful goal as much in my life. And it was just like, I don't know how I've got to that story, Dan. I'm so sorry. But Skegness was wow, a that, that had the lot. That had learning difficulties, racial abuse. Ooh, that, you I know. can't tell you how hard that story was to get through because I've not oh, told you've done it for well. a long time. You've, you've done well because I bet during the 80s and 90s that was easier to tell. You know what I mean? And, and you've done well. I'm glad, I'm glad you've grown, mate. If I, I, told I did you wonder that. why you'd mentioned that the guy was mixed race until... Until the salient piece of information came in, I was like, oh, God, that's... Yeah, you can't, <laughs> it's just a very difficult story to tell without offending people. So uh, the, let's come to uh, in Santa Carla. So you've got the kids looking around. Did you, how many times did you hear the word Michael in this film? My, mate, I swear to God, I've written that down as well. <laughs> now, this, this is really weird. So the, do you remember when we were talking about we went to watch The Flash and I was getting really fed up with the younger version of him? Going, yeah. oh my god, uh, yeah. hey, stop doing that. Oh my god, it's gonna run off into this. Hey, stop doing that. Oh, I'm gonna go off into that. Like, Joe, why did anybody listen in these movies? Because all you could, it was like watching a shit version of Knight Rider, like some fan fiction that someone's done on YouTube, going, Michael, 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 Michael. And then, then they needlessly Michael. said it. They were like, come here, Michael. You're my brother, Michael. <laughs> What's happening here, Mike? Just say, come here. What? Oh my god, it got to me, and I thought of you. I thought this will get to him. This, this it, honestly, it. It, it slaughtered me. This will absolutely do him because Michael Michael gets the horn pretty early for that girl. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It's classic eight, mid eighties, isn't it? There's a lot of like raunching about and people in. Like, this is a bum shot for no reason. Some girl, and the the bit that nearly pissed me off as much was the saxophone playing guy in the gig. <laughs> in, in what way? Oh my god! Now I get it. Michael Bolton was popular, but Bolton's got pipes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Bolton can. He can sing. I don't like that. Um, but this bloke, he looks like a WWF wrestler. He's got one of the things I hate, greased back long hair into a tight ponytail. Don't like it. He's got yeah. his top yeah. off, and he's not even that ripped in modern standards. He's just a bit beefy. Yeah. And he's got in his hand a fucking saxophone. I yeah. don't have a... I don't... Have I used a sax in a song? Probably... Probably once or twice, but it's it's just associated with sleaziness. And he's like going, the song isn't even good. It's not even like it's like we're talking about football, soccer. It's not even like a good track. And he's just like, Doo -doo 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 oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> he's always going, did you see me play that saxophone? Doo -doo -doo, oh baby. And he's moving too much. He's all like, oh yeah, <laughs> fucking hated him. He did me. Did you not? Did he not register with you? I, I kind of, I you kind of, I, I don't know. I I know exactly what you mean because to me the look didn't go with the with the instrument he was playing. Like you know what no. I mean. You know when you think of somebody playing the saxophone, you just think no. of some Lego head geek in tight skinny jeans and pointy shoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Going, oh, this one's my new one called Rain. And you're like, just play Baker Street. We can see you've got a saxophone <laughs> in your hand. Just play some of that is not Kenny G. I mean, yeah, that that bugged me. Michael buys some leather trying to get in with the game. Yep. He's ballsy. I'll give him that because I've been in situations, Youth Wing Disco in Spilsby. I come around, didn't really want to listen to music, just showing off some lads I knew from the football team. All right. Oh, by the way, that lad over there, Jono. Yeah, I don't know him. He wants to kick your head in. Oh, that's nice. I've not been it. Why is that? He said you were looking at his girlfriend when he's looking around the room. I'd never been. But in my head, I kind of went, 
all right, well, fuck it. I'm only here for a few ciders, lads. I don't want any trouble. You know what I mean? I haven't seen this girl. Oh, she's quite hot. But yeah, you know, I, do you know what I mean? Michael goes, with them, are you? Mm. All right. How horny is this guy? That's interesting, that, because I, I had this, a similar situation in a nightclub in Skegness, near where, near where you grew up, where that geezer over there wants to kick your head in. And I've never had it before. I was just dancing. I'd never even met eye contact with this geezer. No. And I went, why? Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just took like the look of you. I went, "All right, well, fuck him." Oh, I don't and like so, him either. <laughs> Star Wars. So, so two days later, I had sex with his girlfriend. But anyway, you were young and you needed the money. What can I but say? The, the thing is, that, is that like these lads who say that are they owls or what? Where they've gone? Just enjoy your girlfriend on your night out. What's wrong with you? In it, it just, it just kids we know what to do. You know, like oh. I tell you, I tell you what though, like so, in order to bring this this bike, these. These guys, this you know, um, Keith the Sutherland and his mates, the gang gang, they don't, they don't do anything wrong. They just kind of loiter, don't they? Well, now, whether I'm putting a, a modern, but yeah, but you don't, they, they don't know that, do they? You know, they don't know that they're the murderers. They're just a group of the bigger boys, the older lads, just sashaying around yeah. a fun fair a little bit and a, a gig. And it was like, you boys gotta get, you gotta get out of here. You can't, you can't. And you're like, yeah. well, what did they actually do? But they've obviously got previous, haven't they? Must have. They must, not, they, they, they must have. And also, Santa Carla, welcome, on the back of it, murder capital of the States. So this Proper. guy's obviously had his... But I, he doesn't seem to be a policeman. He's just he's probably a volunteer. And he's just going to get to his car. Oh, do you know, that, that did stress me a bit. Someone's coming, someone's coming. Can't open the door! I mean, that, that man would have been saved if it was for modern uh, central unlocking. He could have put that thing... You see that thing when you put it near your head? Yeah, I do. Neck and head. Is it? And it does seem to yeah. work, and I don't know why it, it works. Work. I've not had a Vietnam injury where I've got plating. I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's something to do with the uh, the waves uh, concentrated the signal. It was on top gear. Once yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. This is real. <laughs> so, just gonna listen so, to so you know, the waves, the waves making a you know a big a big thing, and he- Ned and Heck, and uh, you know, jot that down. I thought I'd do the weirdest wave I've ever done to that, the word yeah, wave. Yeah, um, so uh, have you got any clips coming up or are we just still rocking until I say something, you go, there's a clip on this? Exactly that. Okay. So uh, there's a, what I've put is moto race. Really, really unwise. They could have killed mm-hmm. people on that beach. Stupid. People mm-hmm. in there enjoying a sangria or maybe a cheeky, oh God, I'm on video now. I can't do my usual thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Imagine that you finally got there with Sharon Sharon Netherwood, and in fact comes a load of blue motorbikes coming like bloody kickstart. Just comes screaming by. Um, so then he goes, uh, um, uh, Michael Maggots, Worms and Blood. What a great night he had. You know, yeah, he's so, Chinese. Yeah, they were going to give him some Chinese, and then he was sat and then he turned it to maggots. And uh, I'll tell you what, by this point, Keeper Sutherland's character, I want to say his name is David. Uh, no, it's David or Paul. I think it is David. It's David, right? His character's just pissing me off now. Oh, right? is he? I, I couldn't work out whether he was supposed to be part of the protagonist that you kind of that then turned into the antagonist. Like I couldn't, I couldn't. I, I was I supposed to like him at this point? No, that sneery laugh he kept doing. I was like, yeah. oh god, you're doing my head in, pal. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And and but it was it was proper eighties movie banter as well. Like no one had said anything about his mum. No, you know what I mean? Nobody had called him anything. Nobody had said anything. Nobody threatened him with physical violence. But but Michael, there's that word again, got absolutely larry, didn't he? And I'm like, God, it's just, oh, maggots, brilliant. Turn and he, 
he's uh, when they have that race towards the cliff edge. Michael's, I mean, obviously, he's, oh, it's foggy, it's foggy. I think there's a cliff slide, crash the bike, and then he sees where the end was, and he just smacks him in the face. And David yeah. goes, uh, "Come with me, Michael." <laughs> does that laugh again? And then, the, and then, the, it's down, down in the lair. Yeah, down in the Goonie lair. That's very Goonie-ish. I must admit, mm-hmm. I've said it. The, the, I've put the brother comic buddies that uh, Sam makes when they announce later on, and they go, uh, "Oh, this is." Uh, this is Edgar and Alan, the Frog Brothers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yes, here we go. Using Edgar Allan Poe's name, and you chucked in the Frog Brothers for no reason. But they yeah. are the, they're a, that's an eighties trope, isn't it? The old classic, the the all knowing. It's like the comic book guy. We're being ever. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, oh god, god it's, it, it's it's an actual. It's got a tr- it's got a trope name, but yeah, they they kind of know everything just because they were reading comic books, so they know everything. You want to read this? This is not just a comic book. This is going to save your life, Sam. Uh, I've written trained angle. Oh, why have I written that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they dangle so, under the train. That's right. Yeah, so they're they're hang, they're hanging from a train. Everybody's laughing again. Now, this I've never been so frustrated by a scene in my life because it really pissed me off. Two reasons. First one, it reminded me of those videos that you used to get in the eighties. You know the ones where that um, where that girl reaches for the sparklers that haven't been put out yet and then lets out that big blood-curdling scream. And then there was, th- there was that video that they showed you at school about pissing around on train tracks. The football kind- goes in that thing that you don't know what it is to this day, the electric Yeah, the, ele- thing. the electric thing. Bang. Yeah, 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 that, that type of thing. So it it's reminded me of that, and that kind of gave me, like, old-school shudders. And the second one is just maniacal laughing, and then everybody drops, and then there's no conclusion to that bit. They've just dropped and then yeah. there's some noises and then there's no real, it That's just, good point. Uh, well, well, did I, he I, land? Did he not? Did he fly? What? And when they jump down through the bridge, mm. the most, not, not one of them jumps with their hands in the air. Right. So, and you nope. see how far down they've gone. I mean, I know the vampires or whatever, but there's no way you're dropping that quick through there and then grabbing all of that. Not nope. a chance. Not a chance. No, it, it just absolute fake. needless scene for no reason uh, in, uh, with no real consequence. It's just fake. <laughs> just fake. Fake. It's I a party. Fake. Fuck it. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, God, and you can hear him laughing. He's going, because I was thinking that. What would I do in this situation? Come on, Get Ryan. Up. Come on. What? No, because there's a point when he's down there, I'm thinking, no, oh, you're right. You go to the gym, but I'd be going, I'm top half week. I'd be going, I can't get back up. And then when I realised my legs were windmilling, trying to get back, I, there's nothing to hold on to. I'd be Swinging. fucked. I'd have to go. The, the weirdest thing actually is because you, you mentioned going to the gym. Obviously, when you go to the gym for a bit, you get calluses across your fingers. And when I try and go for a hang and do some chin ups, just I can only do about two. But when I, it hurts. I'm like, if I was hanging there for that bridge, I sat there going, that really hurt my hands. That would. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if it's slightly warm, sweaty night. Yeah. No. And we, we saw the saxophonist. He was already moist. I thought you'd pick up on the moisture there. Uh, where is it? Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, here we go, hold on. Sax band, oiled man, awful, wet again. Wet again. Here we go. Moisture watch. I'm going to get like a little graphic for the screen there. <laughs> yeah, so it's eating worms watch. So buys leather, everyone always at the fair, motor race, Michael Maggots, worms and blood, Michael. Trained angle, Michael. Uh, <laughs> this bit's quite funny out of context. You know what it is? Michael, dog in the face. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's come, I'm a fucking vampire. And Sam's there and the dog's giving it the old, yeah. <laughs> he just takes it in the face. Dog's like, fuck this. I'm having you. So at this point, right, during this, we're an hour in now 
and yeah. genuinely fuck all has happened. And you and it's really tense and it's really sinister. And I'm thinking this is going to get really dark at some point. We're going to see some gore. We're probably going to see some old pagan stuff. You know what I mean? We're going to see some real nasty shit. And and there's a real tense scene, right? So. Corey Hames' character's in the bath and he's got no idea that his brother's outside and he's on the <laughs> turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then you're like, all right, this is where it's gonna get where it's gonna get ropey, right? I must admit, and I don't I, I'm just gonna go with it. Remember the first few episodes where I was saying what words I couldn't couldn't say? Mm-hmm. If ever a film needed some boobs, it was this. <laughs> some 80s boobs. Do you know what? I'm never, I'm never shouting out for him. And it could have been, we had a male torso, so something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I at times just thought I wanted a bit of, uh, you know, Bram Stoker's Dracula vampire boob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Artistic boob. Instead, we've got some sleepy kid who looks like a, an album cover of, color, cover of Marillion. And we've got <laughs> some woman called Star who's on a good day at eight. And I was going, mm-hmm. I think that maybe so- I've knocked these boobs too much when I've actually quite liked them. As he um as he had the he's drank the blood by this point, right? Because <laughs> I tell you what, Dan, I don't like the taste of blood. And you know when people go, just suck it. And I'm always so I've done it times. So you bit your finger now and you fucking it's bleeding. And I've had to go up. Uh, I'm going fucking hell. The second you pass me a bottle of blood, I would know it was a bottle of blood. Hold on, is this is this blood I'm about to drink? Yeah, it's mine. Fuck off. <laughs> but but with eating hair, that's all right. But then this Never is the was. point. This is the point where he gets the uh, the selling points. Now you know what we are. Now you know what you are. You'll never grow old, Michael, and you'll never die. But you must feed. <laughs> Do you know what gets me about that? Got the laughing. Got the laugh in there. That fucking laugh. And you called him Michael three times. The bit against me is this movement where we've all been there. It's <laughs> the second he did it. You've missed out two bits which are funny on it. And I'm going to come to it. We'll come back to this. The bit where Sam realizes he's a fucking vampire. Yep. You wait till mum finds out, Michael. That's classic younger brother shit. I'm going to tell mum. You're a vampire. I, I, I have that. I have that. You're creature of the night, Michael. Just like out of a comic book. You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And he says Michael five times there as well. That was, that, I was going to say I was counting the Michaels, but you know, there, there was no, no, no reason to keep saying Michael there. Just wait till mom finds out, Michael. You're you're a goddamn vampire, Michael. Is you're a shit like... vampire, Michael. Oh my god! Do you think maybe because he likes to be called Mike or Mike, and it's like your mum being angry and saying Daniel? Yeah, maybe, maybe. But that you know, Keeper Sutherland's character is called David, and people who go, it's actually David. When you call him Dave, can fuck off. David the Vampire. That's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard? Well, I... There's a vampire lives down there. Oh, what's he called? Is he called Nosferatu? Is he called Beelzebub? David. <laughs> that reminds me, of, reminds me of Big Trouble in Little China where they kept calling him Dave. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Dave. Cheers, <laughs> Dave. You're welcome. Yeah, so I put there, uh, Grandpa's Jangly House. I don't know why I wrote that, but it sounds like Wait, an episode was, of Pee Wee Herman. What, right, I couldn't get on board with the mum. Everything she did, I, I thought she needed to be younger. I, have you seen the new Ghostbusters movie? 
really weird you've said that. I saw a, something with a picture of it today and thought, I've not seen that. I should watch that. And that was today. Okay. It's been out a while. So, so that's weird. No, I haven't. So the mum in that is in her late 30s and she's got two young kids and she moves into granddad's house, right? Similar sort of scenario. And she's the right age and she's a bit scatty and she's a bit all over the place, bit skin, that type of thing. And the casting of that I thought was really good. This mum just pissed me off. Like, like oh, God. Wet, she, isn't she? Just wet all the way through it. Like, just like, and then I didn't really see the point in the grandpa. What was the entire point of him? Did he add Wait, anything to this? It, he's a base. I th- I did think there'd be times where he would be the sage. He'd be like the Van Helsing. He'd be mm. like, the, he's acting mm-hmm. scatty all the way through. And I don't know why I wrote Jangly House. Uh, maybe, <laughs> oh, that's right. There's stuff jangling outside. But I thought it was going to be like, oh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit rubbish. I'm a bit rubbish. Ah, but you didn't realize. Because obviously there's a twist mm-hmm. in this one. He was like, I've been fighting these fuckers for 400 years. I've had enough of them with the bloody yeah, yeah. The saxophone solos. They do me headed. Um, and then I put Gang Chew on some rockers, which is obviously what you just saw there. They're just having a good old time. And what are they dancing to? They're dancing to Aerosmith, aren't they? Walk this way. I mean, to be fair, growing up, they'd have been the kids who were smoking the weed and doing me headed when I went to get to sleep. But they're like ugly kid Joe. I'm something about you. Do, 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 do. What, what the song. fuck is that? What the fuck is Oh, it's David the Vampire. <laughs> He's coming in with his oh. 80s mullet. Oh, don't mess with them. They've got open shirts with three buttons on it and mullets and leather jackets. They seem to have a disciple called Michael. They keep saying his name quite a lot, but he hasn't quite turned yet until he chews on one of our bollocks. What yeah, do you think yeah. it was, Russ? I, I, I mean, I don't know if you're the same, but do you associate a leather jacket with badassery? You know what I mean? Given given our age, and and we both own them, right? And we but we both have them. Yeah. And but there seemed to be like if it had like a quilted effect on the shoulder and a couple of studs. Is it like Michael Jackson and and Bad? Is that is that the influence we had? I'm trying to. Yeah, we've discussed this before. MJ and Bad was the, just the baddest motherfucker around. There was no two ways about it. And that man wore a Sonic the Hedgehog bootay with uh, straps and buckles on like no other motherfucker. And he had a jerry curl on his hairs all over the shop from that Pepsi. Oh, and all that kind of shit. And he still looked amazing. Got fucking black top on and all that kind of shit. I wanted the outfit so bad, but my bullying was pretty bad without it in Skeg, let alone walking around going, come on, system. Your brother's all down your thigh. You're doing wrong. You're doing wrong. You're doing wrong. And all that kind of shit. But yeah, I, it's funny how they've changed because like leather jackets in the 80s, I had one with um, tassels on the back, uh, like fr- fringing oh, down the fringe. arm. Beautiful thing it was. For kids. Like small. Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, him. I think that was him. <laughs> I just plucked for one. Uh, now, the one I wear, I actually wore on a motorbike. I used to ride a motorbike for a little bit um, when I lived in Brighton, little 125. And it was genuinely my bike jacket you know i thought if i come off this thing's fucking thick it's gonna save me i'll be all right and i didn't really wear it outside of that and then i started wearing it when i lost a bit of timber i was like it's really slimming in the middle maybe look like a a v-shape i was like yeah we like a bit of this it's brighton get away with anything in the 90s they were all from charity shops the kind of thing that people wore on safaris in nazi germany you know like a a gray leather (laughs) yeah 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 nazi safaris (laughs) i used to have one I used to have one with a big, a big, you know, the, the big wing yeah. tip collars Pick on it when I, yeah, when I was about eight, seventeen, eighteen, and then in the early twenties, Justin Timberlake had just released his uh, Justified album that changed everybody's life in two thousand three, and it had that kind of press stood across granddad collar kind of oh, look, yeah. and you're like, yeah, badass. Mm. It, it, it's weird how the leather jacket has kind of come like the symbol. Like he's the bad guy. He's got a leather jacket on. That's oh, rebellion, isn't it? Because it, it's to do with you. It's I guess if you go far enough back, the first time they really wearing it, my granddad was wearing one in a bomber plane in the 1940s, but that was to keep him, you know, not from dying yeah. while 
bombing Nazi Germany. So it's a slightly mm-hmm. different. I shouldn't think the Germans thought much of him, but he was a badass back then, I guess. A <laughs> 20-year-old in front in charge of a death machine. But yeah, I agree with you, Dan. Through whether it be through bikers or through punks, whatever his leather has got that element of uh, and a kink as well at sometimes. No one goes, uh, you're gonna wear those uh, you're gonna wear those flannel pants to bed. But <laughs> someone says I'm gonna... <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna wear them oh. Roy pants with the tassels. No, I'm gonna wear me leather. Yeah. Yeah, dig out dig out those cotton primarks. <laughs> leather leather trousers are freaky. Hey, isn't it weird? It's like, I call it the Kappa effect, right? So in, in the 90s, if you had a, a football shirt made by Kappa, right, it was brilliant. Barcelona had Kappa, right? So you had it all down the sleeves and then, but any other garment made by Kappa wore on your body that wasn't a football shirt, scream Skegness Market. You know what I mean? Oh, like Kappa trainers, Kappa tracksuit buttons with buttons down the side. They're not the Adidas ones. We can see you're trying. Kappa jackets. Like, you know what I mean? It just, it was like, oh, you didn't get Never a football had... shirt. You didn't have uh, button down trousers, did you? I bet you fucking nah. did. No, no, no. Did you not? Yeah, but no. you used to have them horrible Lonsdale trainers that everyone had that slip, slip ons, didn't you? You no. remember those ones that looked like. <laughs> oh, I, I know the ones you mean. The ones that came from Sports Direct that were like a tenor that looked look like they looked like uh, scuba shoes, like short, scu- short ankle shoe, scuba shoes. Sure. And they, they yeah, they're like a lion and a blue line on them. Sorry, I thought you had them. I've called you wrong. I've, called, I've done you dirty. Um, so dirty. Bill S. Preston gets stabbed through the chest with a with a stake by one of the Frog Brothers. We get the <laughs> wrong one. Yeah, we've turned into Goonies now, haven't we? We're going to the second act, and and I'm still waiting for some genuine horror. But no, it's just turned into. Vampire Goonies. You've only seen him do the once. And then I've just put BMXs. Because we then turn into E.T. as well. There's BMX yep. riding going through the town. Uh, yep. Kids versus the problem. Prep montage. <laughs> it yeah, is. like an A-team montage, isn't it? Yeah. Which we've actually realised. We call the Home Alone montage. But Home Alone came after all of these. Yeah, yeah. So what was the one we saw? It was Rocky had one, didn't it? There was another building one. There's another film we watched recently. Oh, Predator's doing it as well. It's like they're setting yeah. up for the alien coming. Um, so there's a montage now. This is a bit where I've had a little bit of a. I've not really mentioned what's going on in the film. I put they've got a budget for cranes, but not but not for flying effects. So yeah, I, do you know what I noticed this as well? Like they implied a lot of flying, but you didn't see much flying. Everyone's doing this. Yeah. So they've obviously got a big cherry picker out and gone. Joel Schumacher. I'm guessing he's like this. Get the vampires come down down. It's coming like that, but not once you see him going like. Not once you see anybody fly. Once. There's a there's a bit of a scuffle between David and Michael, who, who genuinely now now I say it out loud sound like two knobhead investment bankers who are about twenty three on the gear on a Thursday night. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm just out with David and Michael. You know what I mean? They, they um, are an absolute hoot. I mean, they're a God. fucking riot. Like the other day, right? He just went out and he took his fucking trousers off in uh, All Bar One. <laughs> God, he saw this girl, right? And she was like, so a seven. And you know what Mike's like? He's after number nines all the way. And he went, I'll give you a chance. This is my credit card. It's just that kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah. I listened to a, <laughs> the first half of this sentence is so me. The second half, I don't think you'll expect to come. I was listening to a BBC documentary. I listened to a lot of podcasts in the car, a lot of driving. And just sometimes pick random shit. And this one's all about the Yeti. Eight part thing on the mm-hmm. BBC sounds about the Yeti. And basically, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, some rich bloke's gone, I'm going to go and find the Yeti. Mm-hmm. I live in Asia. I've always been fascinated by it. And I do like all that stuff. It's like aliens and that stuff, isn't it? And at the start, he says, my name's, I don't know, my name's Andrew Sandbrook. And then it cuts to the other lad who's on it, who's the skeptic. 
But as soon as he said his name, I'm driving like this. My name's Andrew Sandbrook, and I'm Richard Horsey. I shit you not. I looked out the window like, Richard Horsey. So then eight episodes, um, by the second episode, I'm Andrew Sandbrook, and I'm Richard. And I went, Horsey. And I couldn't stop doing it every episode. I'm Richard Horsey. Isn't it? Because I, I changed my name. What's your name? Ryan Freebury, F-R-W-E-B-U-R-Y. I have to spell it. What's your name? Richard Horsey. <laughs> it reminds me of those posh uni kids who are now doing, uh, what is it? Uh, equestrian with um, hobby horses. Have you seen that? Oh, where they're like, you're the small ones. Oh, you know, they're on them. They're on them. Yeah, I know what you mean. They're jumping yeah, over them. Yeah. Uh, they're running around on them. And I also saw some students doing Quidditch as well. And they had like a Quidditch league. Now, imagine, imagine <laughs> your... Uh, you can imagine the type of kids as well. Uh, uh, Daddy, um, I was wondering if I could have some more money. Uh, oh God, what is it now for? Well, I've got to pay my yeah, I've got to pay my subs for hobby horse equestrian. What, 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 what? And, uh, and then I've got Quidditch during the summer. Honestly, my dad would give me a slap. Do you know what made me laugh around that same world? Is that somebody once said when I first heard the actor Eddie Redmayne, I thought it was the name of a posh person's pony. Dad, <laughs> I'm going to go in the field now and ride. Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> anyway, so you won't get that. Yet. But anyway, just yeah, the uh, the general thing of like shitty names. David and Michael are not kicking it, and I've put here dog into bath kick. I don't know why I've started writing this like Yoda at this point because mm. it's when uh, that one goes down, doesn't it? The big blonde one because they put all that holy water in the thing. Although yeah. I will. Where did I write it? Hold on, hold on. I got it earlier than this. Damn. So Max comes around for some food. Yeah. And where have I put it? Here we go. Cry, little sister. Grandpa's jangly house. Then I put Max, dot, 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 invited in. Oh, and the second he went, in. Michael went to him, you can come in. I, I've watched so much vampiric stuff. I went, dickhead. Fucked it. He made such a big thing of it. Oh, what was his name again? Michael, was it? Uh, I went, he's invited him in. I wrote it down. And then it comes down here. So obviously he's, he's got in, hasn't he? He's got all that stuff and it's not working on him, is it? He's eating garlic. Don't like it because he's invited him in. He ain't got any power. Didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Wrong so what did you think of the effects when the bloke gets kicked into the holy water and starts turning into uh there's we'll talk about afterwards what I've written as tap chaos, plumbing gone bad. <laughs> um can you talk to me about yeah. the bath and the plumbing situation? So he's he's in the bath. <laughs> he started to melt, and you see, you know, it's holy water, so it's gonna make it's gonna melt him. Yeah, that, that, old, that old chestnut. And um and then as he melts in the bath, he turns into a skeleton. Decent SFX, a lot better than Evil Dead 2, significantly better than some of the shit that we've seen on this show. Less mm. puppets, kind of like hair. that. Yeah, less less hair. Um, but then but then we have a, a scene that's reminiscent of Evil Dead 2 where things, for no reason, just start spouting blood. <laughs> and a bit like, um, God, this is, this is working. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, just let's just do some blood spouting. Is, hey guys, have we got any of that uh, that blood left over from the other movies? We have oh, got some. Joel. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the rotating house set, then there's loads just swilling around in there. Why have we still got? We still got the house set. Well, it's it's the place where all the <laughs> blood is. There. And then it's, it's where it keeps the blood. It is just tap chaos. It's coming out of fucking everywhere. And then these words, I don't think you've ever been written in English language before. Tap chaos, plumbing gone bad. Robin Hood's the next fucker. I've, I've used it as a, is it a verb? To Robin Hood something, because he's shot him with an arrow. I put, he Robin Hood's the next one. Death by stereo. And then I've put, Grandpa's house is fucked. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Don't mind it. Fuck me, it's loud. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I it's weird you said that. I had to turn down the the sound of that because the noise that he makes when he's being electrocuted <laughs> on that stereo is absolutely insane. Do you not think it's it's kind of like what could have gone wrong for Marty McFly when he first hit that big amp? Because <laughs> that's what went in my head. I was like, Marty, you were using a, a metal plectrum, which is not normally advised. I used to like I like using a 0.8 uh, nylon. Uh, but some people use a metal one, and I've never trust metal on metal strings, and I, I've always feared that happening. So right. that was quite nice to see. And then, so when yeah. he turned it up to "Are you nuts?" Then you, you were like, oh, "Could have gone bad. Could Again, have been dead by stereo." Eddie Van Halen on the old uh, when he's Darth Vader from Vulcan. Uh, so yeah, Grandpa's house is fucked. Uh, and then there's two more classic lines. I think you've got these as well. So I'm going to put them in here. It's the bit where they report back to each other. He goes, "We annihilated the one that looks like Twisted Sister." Yeah, you have that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that one, but then oh, a couple of seconds later, one. it goes with. Holy shit! The attack of any monster. Get him! Please stop! Get away from him! You just stay away from him! Laddie, as he's known. Right, that kid. I had no. It went until that scene, until he comes out the city. I had no real reference to whatsoever. I was what like, where's about? he? I forgot that kid was in it. So. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this talks about the different ways you and I might tap on people. But when I was at the fairground and I saw her and he's chasing her, because he's a bit creepy at the start, Chase. I mean, he's had the eyes, to be fair. She's she's thrown some eyes that have gone, hmm. So he, he follows and follows, which gets creepier and creepier. Then she's got that kid with her. And I noticed because he's got a tunic on. I thought, oh, that's a nice little tunic for a kid. Where did he get that from? Uh, so I've clocked that. And then I saw him asleep a few times. And then on the milk in someone's house, there's missing kid. And it's him. Mm-hmm. And he's called Laddie. Mm-hmm. Someone Laddie. Which I think is weird for a kid. Because it's like, here, Laddie. Here, Laddie. It makes me think of that. Um, but yeah, then he goes evil. and Because he's getting carried, isn't he, with her. There's a bit where Michael's luffing them all out. It all gets crazy, doesn't it? Of like, we'll kill the vampires. Michael, get them the fuck out of here. And he carries Star and then Laddie to the car. Because I did right. notice, well, one of them throws Laddie on the bed like he's just a piece of shit. They were like, fuck it, you can get down there. No, he so. was shit. He was the shittest character that didn't do shit. He was shit. Then we've got with shit. David speared on Grandpappy's horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're in the t- another the second movie on the bounce where there is a taxidermy room, right? What's the other one? In yeah, because it was in uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. So, yeah. Granddad loves to leaving a a stuffed a stuffed badger next to his grandkids' bed, doesn't he? So it, tra- it transpires in the eighties that taxidermy was massive. In fact, there was a girl who used to live on my street when I was used to live in Lawton, Enley Morden, just outside Rotherham, and um, and I'd never seen taxidermy up up low up live. I'd never seen often. it. You don't often. And I went round to this girl's house. Her name was Joan Coop. She didn't go to our school for some reason. I don't know why, but she lived on our road and all the other kids. We we went round her. called for her. Did, did she play five side against firemen? Uh, no, she, no, 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 yeah, I mem- uh, yeah, she got fuzz buzz. Maybe, maybe did do, but I don't, I don't remember. That's new you for me. Any- yeah, yeah. Anyway, so when we we, we all called around for us, John coming out. Yeah, she was, you know, kind of only half knew her, but we all just knock around. There was a wreck at the top of the road, and when we went round there in her living room, 
there was deer heads and 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 like they were all tiny because the only things you ever saw in the eighties were just the giraffes and elk and right. rhinos. But you know, we had badgers and squirrels and, and things. Right. So her father was into shoot, killing animals and, and mounting them on the wall. And it was one Local of the animals. most... I assume so. I mean, it was quite a rural area where we went. I mean, the, the biggest animal we had there was Highland cattle. So, you know, one of but them the, wasn't there. They all looked like stuff you'd find around the area. There wasn't like just a random Ibeck or something. Well, no. And that, that was the weird thing. He was just dead happy at killing a badger. Now I've killed plenty of badgers in my life you know what i mean like why, why is he why is he lording himself up at running his ford fiesta over the back of animals of farthing wood depends if you've had to do it in a if i i think if i ended up in a situation where i had to fight an animal for my survival however big it was and depending now how, how strong a fight it put up if it was a good warrior it, or i felt it had it, it fought well i'd stuff it <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean if I had a really tense afternoon with a goose with a, with a, with a really angry goldfish no I mean that's just stupid because you just take it out of the water don't you but I mean like a really pissed off mongoose or something come at me or yeah. a, a ferret or something like that and I was like fuck me do you remember that time that ferret went at me well yeah what happened to him <laughs> there he is He's up there with the Princess Diana commemorative Queen of Hearts, Queen of Hearts. <laughs> she, Queen of Hearts. So yeah, that's that's yeah. So I've ended up with uh, David Speared on Grandpappy's horns, which again is a great sentence. Should be a name of a song. Then I've just yeah. put Evil Max, which sounds like a really good pair of trainers. Uh, and yeah. then Granddad through the window. <laughs> Granddad sounds a lot better in the writing than he does in the actual film. He just smashes through the window for no reason, and then all return to normal. Yeah. No, no real resolution to anything. They didn't really find out who killed all those people and why Santa Clara was the murder capital of the USA. They don't know where Laddie is. Uh, what happened to Laddie? They didn't kill him. Did they do anything? Did no, he no, no. get better once they killed the head vampire? No, because yeah, because that's why Michael's all right. Everyone's all right yep. once Laddie's. Because yep, yep, yep. I was thinking they're going to fucking kill Laddie, but she keeps going. No, I leave him. He's just a kid. He's just a kid, isn't he? But well, what happened to Bill S. Preston Esquire? It's not like he had a mortgage and a family to feed. Like you know, he's just a kid. I mean. I must admit, the Wild Stallions will make their own way. Um, what they have to do. So that'd be fine. I mean, he could have always joined that band with old silky saxophone player, whatever you call him anyway. Um, so yeah, that's it. All done at the end of. Um, what I must say is when David David the Vampire was laid on them horns, and he's on some proper horns. They look like narwhal tusks. They look massive, them fuckers. Yeah, they yeah. Really smarted, because they've got a slight corkscrew element to them, so you can't get off them that easy. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to twist him off it like a wing nut. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever accidentally sat on someone's finger, but you can get off that a lot easier than you can if you sit on, I don't know, a trombone. <laughs> Neither of these things have happened to me. I was just throwing it out there. Um, I thought he was going to get back up. Yeah, <laughs> we thought. I thought I was going to get the 80s movie, He's Not Dead Yet, Jump Scare. And we didn't well, get it, did we? I did think one thing that I thought was going to happen and didn't. It's a bit where Michael's, he's called Michael. He's around the corner with Star and he's all, and he's going, don't let, don't see me like this. Because David's dead, but he hasn't changed. And I thought, he's the fucking, how's he ended up the king vampire? What's happened here? What's happened here? How's he ended up? Because he should have changed. Because old David's dead. No, because Max is coming in with his dark ways. Max, he reminded me a little bit of uh, the Demon Headmaster from the 90s yeah, uh, yeah. TV shows. But yeah, so that is, yeah. is all done. And how did you feel when it resolved? Just pissed off. Just absolutely pissed off. I, I, I'm annoyed I wasted time of my life watching this yeah. fucking movie. So um, I'll ask you first then, what are you going to give it out of 10? Three. 
Solid three. <laughs> Easy three. three. I, I, I honestly fucking hated it. And I, and I tell you for why, right? So like I said, the first half builds up and it's sinister and it's dark and there's going to be something happening. It's gonna, there's going to be some adult themes in this. It's going to be it's going to be like what it's going to be it's going to be pagan, is it? It was quite well. It's a fact that we're watching it on this show. Probably means it's a fifteen or an eighteen, right? Definitely, it's a fifteen. Now, right. So it's definitely going to build up to something, and then halfway through, Corey fucking Feldman turns up, and his brother, who no one's ever heard of before or since, the Frog to Brothers. Know what... Yeah, the Frog Brothers turn up, and then halfway through, it turns into Goonies Home Alone bullshit, and I was absolutely. What I, I couldn't then because you know when like a movie's a cult movie, right? And you watch it, I can see people like Mark Normie, right, loving movies like Predator and Alien and Rocky. I can see who that's for, and I really understand why that film has got such a cult following. You know, the all the goth chicks that love Twilight that are now 40, right? They love this movie. You know what okay. I mean? And and I couldn't understand why why the shit in fuck. This this movie was so poppy. It is woefully terrible. And I don't understand who it's for. I think it's probably similar to Twilight. It's probably in terms of that. Uh, you know, mid to late teenage girls, potentially. I think it's got an element of like the the rebels in it as well for them lads who aren't rebels or get bullied by it. And for they, those they got picked off by the bloody the goonies. Yeah. Because they they just youngins aren't they? <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. So you're giving it a three. Uh, I'm going to give yeah. it an eight. I, I I Jesus Christ, we've never been this far apart. Okay, so let me see if I can guess. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, oh, I, right. I, I, was, I, I was. I can't give it an eight. I'm. Um, I actually didn't mind it, and I, I think maybe. I, is, is it confused. the stylizing of it that you like? Do you like the? Uh, the I don't like. The, yeah, I can't like look at the vampires. You can see. Um, the music, Cry Little Sister, and then it finishes with Don't Let the Sun. I was like... I mean, that's an awful version of that, by the way. That's up there it with, is awful. Uh, Kate Bush did a reggae version of that song, I think. It's fucking terrible. And it might not be that song. She does a, it's, I like Kate Bush, but it's awful. Um, no, I think it's confused. It reminds me a bit of, um, not in any way because the film's like it, but coming to America where you've got that two styles of what it is. It's all brooding and it's all like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to fuck mm-hmm. with those. Oh, I could kill you at any minute, but I haven't. Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah, I'm over here now. You're eating worms, Michael. And you're like, ooh, I don't know what's going on here. But then the mum's a bit silly. And then Sam, in a way, being in it is an element of like your teenage kids going, this is what them older kids get up to. You know what I mean? And it's confused. And I think I in my head, I was going to give it a seven because I generally sort of wasn't, it was over quite quick. I didn't think it was too long. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the style of it. I like the music. It's very, got those big 80s kind of drums going on and a lot of the music. Uh, but then it's got a sweaty bloke playing a saxophone. It's got the use of Michael is far too yeah. too much. There's a vampire called David. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to give it. There's things I just can't let go. Uh, but there are some lines that genuinely made me laugh, of like Twisted Sister and uh, Eddie Munster and stuff like that. And I got the story. I knew where they were going. So I'm giving it a six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. I, I can see why you give it that. Like you know what I mean. I'm, I I just I I get ir- I have irrational hatred. So for me, Corey Haim in it, uh, R.I.P. Which one's that? Uh, the yeah, the blonde kid. He reminds me of, and I think I've referenced it before on this show, you know, kids that were in adverts in the 80s? Advert yeah. kids. He reminded yeah. me of one of them. Like, 
I, I specifically cited on this show before <clears throat> the one that used to advertise Screwball Scramble. I fucking hated him, and he was on every advert going, "Is it that fucking kid again?" Can so and, it, and, and it just, it just, I don't understand what his appeal was. He just played kid. He's like Jeremy Renner nowadays. Hey, is that Hollywood? Yeah, get me Hollywood on the phone. We need generic man. Oh my god, I've got just a guy. It's a Jeremy Renner. Of course, it's Jeremy Renner. If Jeremy Renner went above and beyond and in real life fought a snowplow, I mean that's pretty that's pretty heroic. You know what I mean? Did he win? I mean, ultimately, yeah. He's all right, I think. So I don't uh, think he put the snowplow down. Okay. <laughs> that's good shout out. So uh next week, um what we think well, I've already got one in mind. Um I, I, I um it's a very different corner of the world. It's it's uh I think it's meant to be bawdy comedy, but porkies. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Will yeah, we yeah, struggle right. to get through the boobs and arms on that one? No, I, I, I feel if we do it in a, in a meta hey, way, Dan, looking this, down on the eighties. If I told you the gen, the real version of that story that I've just got away with on here by telling you, we can get through porkies. It'd be fun. <laughs> I think we can. I think we can. Uh, so yeah, how about? Well, I'll give you. Uh, do you know what? I'll give you an option. So I've got I've got a couple up here that are coming from Normie and stuff like that, and I just thought I'll throw them out here. So you can have the following: you can have Porky's, Terminator, Tango and Cash, Universal Soldier, or the Highlander or the Fly. Oh my God! I've not seen like three or four of them. Ooh. That's really interesting. And we can do an episode like this. So let's do Porky's because um, you've seen Porky's. I've seen Porky's, and I was. Very young when I watched Porky's, <laughs> so we can tell that story next next time. So yeah, let's let's do Porky's and then let's let's go into uh, let's go into some of the others on the list because there's some absolute classics in there, and then there's some that I've just not seen myself either. Well, say so Terminator's got to be up there, but we've done Arnie not on go. I also want to do um, Taxi Driver at some point. I've never Ooh. seen, mm. and some like that as well. We've got to get to Aliens as well. People keep telling me I need to get to Terminator Two. People keep telling me. Uh, what about uh, what about like the Scorsese gangster ones like Goodfellas and Casino? <laughs> Obviously seen them. Well, of course you have. Of course I've seen them because they're. Oh, do you know why have I of course seen them? Because they're as culturally. <laughs> I don't know. I have seen them for some reason. Maybe it's because they're a bit cool. Okay. And I think I'm cool because I've seen Scorsese. Fair. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So Porky's coming up next. Let's see what the fuck that's like. We'll be next Monday. As you can see at the bottom here, at you're not watching that pod. Um, I say I've basically been on a different planet for ages. Dan's been fighting the police and the Albanians. Uh, so we've uh, we will be up in the game and making sure we're out there and doing our bits. But uh, until next time, thank you, Dan and Sidi. <laughs>